So today, uh, the third Sunday of Eastertide, is still uh, this wonderful early part of Eastertide when we're having laid out for us all of these different resurrection appearances of the Lord Jesus. That later in Eastertide, um, the texts focus on the meaning and symbolism of Easter. But right now we have this wonderful series of um, the resurrection appearances directly. And today we had the account of the Emmaus appearance. And I want to draw two um, applications from it to our lives. The first, very simply, is that the Lord is at our side, even if he's unseen, just as he was at their side as they walked down the road, initially unrecognized. Second, um, that the Lord has something to say to us, to each of us, to you, to me. That just as he spoke to them, spoke to them so powerfully that they said, didn't our hearts burn within us as he spoke to us on the road? Well, similarly, he has something to say to you. So, he walked by their side. Let's recall the context. Um, they were, it says, downcast. They were focused on all that had gone horribly wrong. How, as they put it, the, this great prophet who they had followed had been handed over and put to death. And there is, in a sense, a very powerful symbolism that they're walking away from all of that. They're leaving it behind. It was their hope, it is their hope no more. They're leaving Jerusalem, they're going somewhere else, walking away. But the Lord didn't leave them in that state, didn't leave them downcast. He came and he walked by their side. And he must have walked by their side a long time. This must be, in fact, um, the longest recorded resurrection appearance. Mile after mile he was by their side. That he listened to their woes as they described them. Everything that had gone wrong. But then, he taught them, he enlightened them. He showed them what they'd failed to understand that they'd understood a lot, they'd seen a lot, as they put it, the things he'd said and did, his mighty wonders. But he then explained to them that he wasn't just, as they put it, a great prophet, but that he was the long-awaited Messiah, the Christ. And that all the scriptures, as he went through them, all the scriptures, were about him, were pointing to him. And the words he said transformed them. The words he said burnt within their hearts. And then he went in to stay with them. And what would seem to be the, the first mass after the resurrection he then, in the breaking of the bread, gave himself to them 
in that new way, that sacramental way, gave himself to them that he might stay with them in a new way. Now for us, he does something very similar. That many of us in this COVID-19 lockdown are reaching a stage where we are downcast in different ways. And many of us don't recognize that the Lord is at our side just as truly as he was at their side. That as he promised, you know, one of his last words in the Gospels before he ascends, I am with you always. Yes, until the end of time. And however we're feeling in this state, whether we're sick, whether we're worried about someone who's sick, whether we're grieving someone who's passed, whether we are just had enough with all this, whatever, he is at our side. Now let me suggest something else. That the Lord has something he wants to say to you at this time. And to me, to each of us, he has something to say. That he always has something to say. He always wants us to be listening to him. At particular times, he has particular things to say. Well, if this moment in history that we're living through is a, a very unusual moment, a weird moment, you know, if you look through history, it has happened before. You can um, read about how under St. Charles Borromeo, there was a plague then, and uh, the great St. Charles Borromeo, Bishop of Milan, closed all the churches there for two years. If you read about the 1918 Spanish flu, the churches were closed then. But there aren't many times in history that a plague, a disease, a flu, has been so widespread, so serious. This is an unusual moment of history we're living in. And the Lord hasn't stopped wanting to say something. He is speaking, if we are listening. And the whole world is in a kind of silence now, an enforced lockdown silence. You may have read, as I have, the different reports in the media about how people are sleeping more now. Um, people are dreaming more now. That Google have reported that one of the things that people are plugging into the Google search engine more than usual is um, why am I having weird dreams? That people are sleeping more, dreaming more, and some of us are praying more. That this enforced silence isn't something we've asked for. I read a, a post by a nun saying it's like being in a, you know, three months they're saying, um, it's being like in a 90-day enforced silent retreat. And even for a nun, 90 days is a long silent retreat. It's tough 
but it must also be an opportunity that the hectic pace of our modern life has been very brutally interrupted that all of the things I'm normally busy with have been stopped well if God has stopped our lives what might he be saying to you to me Well, he might be asking us to consider whether our lives have been focused on the right things. That all of our materialism has been interrupted. Well, that's a moment to think. All those things I was living for, materially, were they as important as I really thought? And when post-lockdown, however that happens, am I just going to return to those things and relate to them in the same way I did before and treat them as if they were as important as I had them before? And people. You know, we're being forced to relate differently to people now. That most of us can't see our family as we normally would. Can't see friends as we normally would. Well, is that experience going to change how I value them? When we come out of the lockdown, am I going to want to relate to them in a, in a new way, to prioritize them in a new way? So the point is, God is wanting to say something to you. And the brutality of this lockdown, the brutality of this enforced silence, let's try and listen to what he's saying. So to sum that up, the Lord hasn't forgotten you. As he says in the, through the prophet Isaiah, even though a mother forget the baby at her breast, I will never forget you. Let's remember that he is at our side, even if unrecognized. And let's try and listen harder to what it is he's saying.